once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to our weekly mental health check-in with our best mate that we needed an excuse for, because we're men. So, movie podcast. Yay. Yay. Uh, But in the spirit of the reason we started this podcast, which is checking in on one another and, you know, making sure the knife drawer stays (laughs) shut. And before we get to to what we're covering and what we're doing, (laughs) I feel it's important I ask, how are you doing, Ben? Is that knife drawer shut? Uh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Mate, this has possibly been the longest fucking week of my life, man. Right. Just lots going on. Lots going on. Lots of personal stuff going on on the mm-hmm. side. Uh, work, family, everything, man. Everything. Mm-hmm. Last 48 hours, I've worked 26 of them. Ouch. Had a little snap the night before last when I right. bought a bottle of red wine. Mm-hmm. Sat and stared at that for about two hours before giving it away to my brother-in-law. Didn't drink it, though. Well done, buddy. Well done. Honestly, man, it was like, I was romancing it. You know what I mean? I was like yeah. cuddling it. I was looking deep into its eyes. Uh, had a little spoon yeah. with it. You know what I mean? But you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. One of them weeks. I had D&D on Sunday. I'm not going to lie. Escaping into a fucking impeccably crafted imaginary world. Thank you to Adam Smart, our dungeon master. Um, very nice Axel got some new cool shit that was fun thank you Adam for looking after me buddy yes genuinely kept my kept my week going until now <laughs> until we could do this and then here well, is my here is my therapy dump <laughs> you'll be pleased to know that one of our episodes has finally crossed the 1000 listener threshold which means it is not listens 1000 downloads okay 1000 downloads which means it is at least twice as popular as the most popular uh, Ian Watkins fan page so we can now successfully Ooh. say we are twice as popular as Ian Watkins. That's that's huge numbers. That's a bar. Twice <laughs> as popular as, as Ian Watkins. <laughs> who started that fan page? Like who who would who's the admin on that? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right. I'm, all I'm saying is their emails take five minutes longer to get anywhere than ours do. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, how are you after that shocking joke? How are you? <laughs> Uh, six day week at work, so I am very, very mm. tired. I am flatter than a rabbit in the road. But for you, dear listeners, uh, I've OD'd on coffee and I am so fucking ready. Yeah, look at you already, man. And you're yeah. wearing a beautiful baseball jacket that I've never seen before. And it's making me quite jealous because I would like one. It's my work jacket. Fuck off, is that your work jacket? Yeah. Because it goes in the washing machine easy and dries quick, so it can get covered in flour. What are we doing today, man? Well... I gotta admit, Japanese Spider-Man was gonna be the start of an international superhero series. It was. I was gonna do something unique and specialist and deeply strange. Yeah. But it fell through and I had a gap in the schedule and I thought, what would 
multinational conglomerate entertainment company Disney do in this situation? <laughs> and what they would do is the opposite of all of that, of course. So welcome yeah. to our series on the National Treasure franchise. I say franchise loosely. They've done two films in a recent TV series, which we haven't watched because it's every movie ever, not any old shit on Amazon Prime. So, <laughs> is there actually a TV show based on this? Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. Would you like more information on the TV show? No. Why? Good, because I have none. <laughs> <laughs> I only found out there was a TV show when I searched National Treasure Franchise. Okay, good. To just check in, there wasn't a third one coming out in like eight weeks that we'd kick ourselves for not, you know, timing this sure. series with. And they're like, yeah, there's a TV show. And I was like, and what a splash it has made. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 I was really hoping that no noise would come out when I saw you do it, but that was perfect. Audio platform, bud. Audio platform. <laughs> Audio platform. Yeah. So this this came out in 2004, cost 100 million, but made 350 at the box office. And the reason I picked it was this is Disney that you remember, but they've not been for a while. This is Disney before they bought Star Wars. Okay. Before they bought Marvel. Yeah. When they had to roll their own fucking dice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They had to invent a thing and go, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe this. I don't know. Let's hire some writers and make an IP. Yeah, exactly. There isn't a cartoon bear trying to kidnap a child. What, what one's that? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. I don't know. I've seen very few Disney movies. <laughs> I just assume from the cover that's what it is. <laughs> Could well be. Could well be. Yeah. Do you want to break it down? Sure. I've not read this breakdown yet, by the way, so this is all new information for me. Okay. National Treasure is an action-adventure film that revolves around Benjamin Franklin Gates, best name ever, played by Nicolas Cage, a history enthusiast with a family legend that speaks of an incredible hidden treasure amassed over centuries. This treasure is believed to have been protected by Freemasons using a series of cryptic clues, and Gates, along with his tech-savvy sidekick Riley, played by Justin Bartha, is determined to find it. Mm -hmm. Their quest begins with a clue found on a shipwreck in the sea ice, leading to an <laughs> audacious theft of the American Declaration of Independence. Hold it in, Ben. We're going to talk about it in a minute. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's this is just trigger fine. after trigger I'm, for you, and you're going to hold it, it in. Is, it's, ju it's just all triggers. All right, I'm holding it in. All right. <clears throat> they find themselves in a race against a ruthless adversary. Come on. Ian Howe. Played by Sean Bean. Seen Bean. Seen Bean. <laughs> the original financier turned rival and recruit a reluctant ally in National Archivist Dr. Abigail Chase, played by Diane Kruger. No relation to Freddy. <laughs> Sadly. I know. Uh, the plot takes them through iconic, apparently, American landmarks, mm -hmm. each holding a nonsense piece of the puzzle. <laughs> Along the way, they decipher intricate riddles and face numerous dangers all of which make absolutely zero fucking sense. The baddies pursue the trio to Philadelphia, <laughs> leading to Gates' arrest by the FBI. Yep. Abigail and Riley lose the declaration to main bad guy Ian, but she persuades him to help rescue Gates in exchange for the next clue. Yeah, follow along at home, gang. <sighs> <laughs> Fuck me. Man. This is a family adventure film. Yeah. They plan a meeting at the USS Intrepid where they assist Gates in eluding the FBI. Baddie Ian returns the declaration <laughs> to Gates uh, and requests the next clue, revealing that he's taken Gates' papa hostage as leverage. They follow the clues to a massive somehow completely undiscovered in a survey pit 
mm. beneath new fucking York <laughs> and managed to give Ian the slip. Oh, Gates eventually unlocks a hidden chamber, finds the treasure, which is in a sizable hangar, like aircraft hangar it's size a pit. fucking buried city of gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and contacts the FBI chasing him. And you'll never guess who's a secret Freemason oh, who cuts him a deal. Fuck off. What were the chances? Fuck off. I'm so angry. <laughs> Following Gates's tip, the FBI arrests Ian for kidnapping and other crimes. Later, Gates and Abigail begin a relationship. Fuck off. While Riley is disappointed that Gates turned down most of the finder's fee for the treasure, opting to donate it to museums. Riley is a smug prick one last time as he drives away in his sports car, fucking even that up. What an icon. <laughs> right. So, Ben, what did you think of the film, Ben? <laughs> fuck me. Straight off the bat, what <laughs> the fuck did you make me watch for this, oh, man? It's joy. Right, I've watched this. I'm having a sad week, right? And I watched this early on into my sadness madness. Yeah. And I, I was fucking lying there and I was like... You know when you want to be sad to just flush out your system? You just need you need like yeah. a, a good couple days of like blocked yeah, away yeah. from sunlight. You know what I mean? This was a good three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri week for you. Yeah, this would have been a fucking great Nolan week. This would have been yeah, a great yeah. insomnia week. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, what I get is national <laughs> fucking treasure. I've never wanted to be sad more in my life, but couldn't help my face just going, huh? <laughs> Every single fucking scene because i was like i don't understand as for how any yeah. of this shit happens i don't understand how it goes from a to b to c and mm-hmm. everyone is on board with it the logic here buddy yeah. is fucking insane this yeah. film is so not made for me it is it could not be further away from my cup of tea but i i disagree i think this is your perfect film we're gonna get into okay. it what's your butt what's your we butt will. give me your butt give me the butt give me this butt give me that juicy butt but it's hilarious Right, thank you. Like, it's fucking hilarious. For all the wrong reasons, it is probably one of the funniest films I've seen in a little while. (laughs) Thank you, right. And it's just so fucking stupid. Here is my rebuttal. What did you think about it? What did you think about it? No, 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 here's my rebuttal. Here is why, here is why, besides the gap in the schedule, because Indian Superman fell through, Mm -hmm. you've constantly said you love investigating a film's logic. I do. You like stupid films. I do, I do. You're a fan of Nicolas Cage. I fucking adore that man. Right? Yes. And you're having a sad week, and you just need something simple and easy. We're not going to be getting into... <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. we came from District 9, right? Two yeah, yeah, yeah. middle-class white guys yeah. going, oh, well, the thing about apartheid that you guys need to know is... No, 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 none of that. <laughs> it's Nicolas Cage going, yeah. to protect the Declaration of Independence, we're going to have to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Right. That's issue one right. with the film. Right. The fact, the way that they get to the point mm-hmm. where Sean Bean or fucking whatever his name is, Blondian, yeah. is like... Blondian is forever and now and forever his Yeah, Blondian. We're going to refer yeah. to him as Blondian forever. Blondian turns around and goes, so the map is on the, independ- the Declaration of Independence from some fucking nonsensical thumb blood riddle mm-hmm. that has just been solved inside a ship that is also under <laughs> yeah. some Arctic ice. Yeah, 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 totally. Th- totally. That all happens and everyone's fine with it, right? And yes. then it gets to a point of, we're going to steal the Declaration of Independence and Nick Cage is just like, 
but that's America. You can't steal America. That's my America. And gets wound up about it and mm-hmm. decides to not steal America. I'm just going right. to call the Declaration of Independence America because it's fucking, it's like nine words. All right. Yes. It's too fine. long. Yeah, yeah. Just call it bit of paper. It's fine. You could call it the Declaration of Independence, just the DP. The DP. All right, we're going yeah. for the DP. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage refuses to DP America because that's he his does. America. Exactly. He doesn't want the DP. Yeah, he doesn't want the DP. But there's a map on the back. Riley's like, you know they're going to steal it, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course we know. And this is what we're going to do, Riley. Rather than continue this bit with the information that I have mm-hmm. that didn't tell Ian, who would need that information to use the fucking Declaration of Independence for any, for any use whatsoever, yeah. he doesn't have that information. So even if he did steal it, Nothing would happen because he doesn't have the information inside Benjamin Franklin Gates' head. Right. But instead of having that logical thought of going, well, they can't fucking do anything with it. They go, we're going to have to stop him. Right? But they don't know what's on the back. They could, he could get to the back of the Declaration of Independence and it could just go, right. it's under the carpet. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm betting that because it's in... A protective box yeah. with heat sensors and fucking laser sensors and all this other crazy bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Someone at some point in history mm-hmm. has seen the back of it <laughs> and it is not said it's <laughs> under the fucking stairs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm pretty certain at some point mm-hmm. in the 200 years of history or however fucking long it's been, I don't know. I'm not American. I also don't particularly care for history. It happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. I don't care about history. It's all in the past. Yeah, I'm like Blondie in when it comes to the pipe. Yeah, who gives a shit? Just get over it. It's what's next that counts. Where's the treasure? I don't know. 1800? <laughs> they decide to just give up on their mission mm-hmm. and go and save the Declaration of Independence, the DP, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where this is where it starts getting mental because they walk into the FBI building and they get laughed out of the building, which is understandable because it's mental what they're saying, right? There is an invisible map on the back of the Declaration of Independence that has been there for years. And I know so because my granddad was given a tiny scrap of paper Mm -hmm. that told him that a boat was, uh, that that the secret lies with Charlotte, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from that moment, my family has discovered that the Charlotte was a ship, that the ship was in the Arctic Circle, that the Arctic Circle isn't powerful enough to sort of ice over an entire ship and fill it in. You can still have sort of vacuous spaces mm-hmm. as long as they're protected by wooden walls. Yes, totally. That's all fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely Riley fine. Riley explains yeah. why, the, why the boat is there, and he does so. Yes. In sort of scientific techno babble. Stop. It's in the movie Hackers babble is what he talks. He doesn't speak any other language. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that one of the thugs goes, well, how is this possible, right? Yeah. And Riley then goes, science words, science words, science words. Obviously, you idiot. And the reason mm-hmm. that's in there so early on is because you've got a character doing what you're doing, right? Trying to apply yeah. logic, trying to apply reason, trying to go, yes. this doesn't make any sense. And it's the film telling you, yes. no, no, we don't do that here. Yes. I know. I agree. That's fine. Again, mm-hmm. Riley's probably the only character that I love in this film. I think everyone else is an idiot. Okay, so I have a question for you then about Riley. Sure. Yeah. What's Riley's actual job? Like, what was his degree in? Okay, he's essentially Benjamin Franklin Gates' personal human Ask Jeeves. <laughs> right. Because I don't think yeah, yeah. Benjamin Franklin Gates knows how to use Yahoo.com or whatever the fuck they use in this film. No. But I just think that's him. 
But Riley knows no limits whatsoever when it comes to, here's a building, it's got proprietary software and hardware for its security system. You can get into that. Yeah, yeah, definitely can. All right, cool. But you also know about ICE, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know so, about ICE. <laughs> are you mentioning the museum where he just happens to walk into, get into the maintenance facilities, cut a hole in a pipe, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then hack into yeah. the cameras? But yeah. then also be able to remotely override the cameras yeah. from a van. Yeah, yeah. But also know exactly where to find a sunken sailing ship from the 1800s yeah. in sea ice. Yes. He's just science guy. Yeah, he's just... He is... He's Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Bill exactly. Riley. Bill Rye. Yeah. There you go. That's what we're calling him. Bill Rye science guy. He's not Bill O'Reilly. That's a very different man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But my whole point is, right, is that the, they have a mission, which yeah. they then double back on right yeah. they go we're going to save the the declaration we try we go to the fbi we've already been to homeland security we go directly to the museum which houses the declaration they take the piss out of us to our face but she is very cute and i i feel like there might be something there maybe no no oh she is missing she's missing a button she's missing a button don't give me that bullshit because she does that weird little quirky smirk where she's like God, he's so kooky. And she does it every single time. He's weird. Ben, you need to slow down because you're, you're breezing past like five or six of my points, all right? I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I think this film, I thought this would be perfect yes. for you. It's silly. It's got lots yes. of in-universe logic for you to delve into, right? It's essentially, it's essentially an adventure film, which I know you're a fan of. That sort of like, yeah. you know, light yeah. entertainment. But I also think there's a little bit of like you in Benjamin Franklin Gates. You share a name. Okay. You both have hyper specific <laughs> interests. You're clearly <laughs> both a little bit autistic. Okay. <laughs> and when it comes to women, you have about as much chemistry as a history degree because mm. there is no chemistry mm-hmm. in this film. None. There is, there is a bit where they're in Urban Outfitters because Urban Outfitters paid a lot of money to Disney to be in this film and be named. Who wouldn't? Um, Who wouldn't? Right? You know what I mean? God, I'm good. We missed the shot. There's this scene which is clearly meant to be these two very nerdy people bonding over a shared nerdiness. Mm. But it falls completely flat because there is no chemistry in this film. I don't think at any point did a single character share the frame with another character and I look at it and go... Yeah, they get on. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I literally imagine the director yells cut and they just immediately wordlessly spin on the spot and walk in opposite directions. I don't even think it's that, mate. I think <laughs> Until they, they get a text telling them to come back yeah. on set. <laughs> <laughs> I think the director yells cut and they all just, everyone powers down for the evening. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's right. just yeah, sort of yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. scene. Yeah, just but done. the writing for me is genius. How? It's genius level writing. How? I put this up there with McDonough. I put this up there with Nolan. Get fucked. Get and fucked. that's a sincere Just statement. Stop it. No, it isn't. Get yes, fucked. it is. It is a sincere no, it statement. Isn't. Get fucked. <laughs> Nolan's trying to do something incredibly clever. Right? He's trying to stimulate the people that are paying attention. Sure. And McDonough is trying to make you feel stuff. He's going for the emotional dollar, right? He's mm. going to make you feel if you're paying attention. Yeah. The team of writers on this. Uh, team, your team. Firstly, this was co- there's about six of them. So John Turtle <laughs> Tab, the writer. Somebody else came sure. up with the story. The Wibblies, yeah. 
which are a real okay. st- a writing duo called the Wibblies, who yeah. also wrote G Force, yeah. your favorite film. Okay. Yeah, um, brilliant. Yeah, they were on this. Brilliant. But also, would you have guessed? I doubt you would have done because mm-hmm. you watched this film specifically because I told you to the other day. And again today, by the way, I watched this earlier today. Would you have guessed that one of the writers was an Oscar-nominated writer? Of Foxcatcher, starring Steve Carell and Channing Tatum. <laughs> no, obviously <Yeah>. not. <laughs> Who guesses that? <laughs> How could I possibly guess that? You didn't watch 2004's National Treasure, starring Nicolas Cage, and at some point go, this is really reminiscent of Foxcatcher, starring Steve Carell <laughs> and Channing Tatum. Because it's the same writer. <laughs> I watched it and was like, this is reminiscent of a stroke. I feel like <laughs> I might have missed an intrinsic part of the plot right, that wasn't so, in so, the film. But here's why I think it's genius writing. I think 2004's National Treasure starring Nicolas Cage is genius writing because unlike Nolan, who's trying to excite people intellectually who are paying attention, or McDonough, yeah. who's trying to excite people emotionally who are paying attention, the writers yeah. on 2004's National Treasure starring Nicolas Cage were just yeah. trying to keep your attention. <laughs> right it is a film for people who don't really care don't really like films aren't particularly film literate and it walks them through step by step yeah every single bit of the way right it does so there's there's a scene where the the theft scene where he's trying to steal the declaration of Fuck independence off. the dp right and he steals it sure and the bad guy walks in and riley goes that's the bad guy and then he goes, I want that Declaration of Independence. And he goes, you can't have this Declaration of Independence. <laughs> You're going to steal it and try and get the map that's on the back. And then it cuts to Riley, who goes, I hate that guy. Every single scene, yeah. every character explains to the other characters in the scene what has just happened, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how they feel about it, oh my God. and what that means they have to yeah. do next, right? Yes. This is a conspiracy salad, right? It's got Freemasons, it's got Illuminati, it's got Knights Templar, it's got every conspiracy theory imaginable all piled in <laughs> to a big yeah. a bit of quinoa in there, a bit of chopped up beetroot, Mwah, chef's kiss, right? Mm. If you're mm-hmm. a 10-year-old and you've come to the cinema and you're watching a film that doesn't have a bear trying to kidnap a little brown boy out of the city, yeah. as you think The Jungle Book is about, which is in- incredibly endearing and actually not that far off the truth. See? If this is your first grown-up movie... This takes mm-hmm. you by the hand every step of the way, and it yeah. knows it's ridiculous. It is incredibly self-aware of how ridiculous yeah. it is. It doesn't care about being a good film. It just cares about being an entertaining film. Right. And for that purpose, the script is genius. Sure, I'll agree with you every step of the way, right? It does explain every action in every scene in real time whilst they're happening and then again in the next scene it does it constantly Mm -hmm. the worst thing about that is is when they try and throw mystery into the plot (laughs) and you're like i don't understand where this why is everyone tense on the screen because everyone knows everything yeah the good guys and the bad guys are working together for some reason yeah because someone made a phone call Everyone's willing to trade off the Declaration of Independence that everyone wanted 20 minutes ago. I yeah, because they've got, they've got fully... the value out of it. They're just like, How? oh, we know where we're going next. We, Bullshit! We, we Ian doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't understand why he's in Philadelphia. He has no clue what's happening. He just follows the shadows of Ben Franklin Gates yeah. and his little crew of people that know exactly what's going on. And it took him about three weeks to figure out that the reason 
that the word secret has a capital letter is because it's a fucking name. It took him weeks. He yeah. made an announcement about it to his henchmen. Why does a treasure hunter have gun holster and henchmen to the Arctic Circle to look for a ship? Why was that in, necessary? In case he needs to double cross his brains. But this is what I mean. The, the relationship between Ian and, and Benjamin Franklin Gates is incredibly nuanced. And it really reminds me. Really reminds me of our relationship. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin Gates is a hyperfixated autist sure. going around. And when you get an idea, it might not yeah. be that there's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, right. but like an idea for the pod. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just your Ian following behind you, being like, okay. I don't really get what's going on. It takes me about three weeks to catch up to what sure. you want to do. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, I've got gun-toting henchmen. You get I'm gonna the girl. Paint a, <laughs> I'm gonna paint a slightly different picture here for you, bud. Right. right. I'll agree with you to the point that I do get carried away with ideas <laughs> and I will hyper focus on stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This is Not you having a from... break. This is a, this is the film of your breakdown being true, right? <laughs> well, imagine that. You just come up with a mental idea and then reality goes, you are right. There are rats in the yeah. walls. Oh, fucking great. Yeah. I was right all along. Because in reality, Benjamin Franklin Gates would be medicated. Yeah, he would be strapped down. He would have been in a home a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. it's it's crazy. It would have been a different film. I think he would have, but he would have had to have been played by like Stephen Graham, mm-hmm. and it would have been like a horrible <laughs> somber drama. <laughs> There's a map on um, the back of the Declaration. Map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, lad. Um, <laughs> Just put a can of coke on it. Fucking slap your lad with the chicken. The difference is, Rob, is that. If you're my financier for any of my ideas and you rock up with a gun-toting henchman, yeah. I'm immediately going to go, mate, we're trying to find a cardboard box on a fishing lake out mm. in Albuquerque. Why mm. do you need a man with a gun? Just going to put that one out there. And if you're like, oh, don't worry about it, I'll be like, I might not go. <laughs> I might not go. Or I'll bring two gun-toting henchmen. <laughs> All right, just wait there. Just just wait. I'm just cancelling an Airbnb in Albuquerque. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I knew that this whole thing was too too nice. You want to do some fish in Albuquerque? I was like, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's cancelled. It's cancelled. But that's the difference. So the logic there is mental. And also the fact that we jump from a little kid being handed a scrap of paper to the most of the riddle being solved <laughs> like two decades later. And everyone's fine with that too. Like the film is just sort of like, yeah, you've missed about two and a half decades worth of important research and lessons and following other clues to lead us to this point don't worry about that it's boring uh what we're gonna do is steal the dp (laughs) that scene in 2004's national treasure starring nicholas cage where the granddad sits down Mm -hmm. with the kid and goes let me tell you a story and the kid's like yeah and then the granddad goes back in 1826 immediately i'd be like granddad how long is this story yeah, what the fuck, man? Granddad, can you, you smell toast? Wrap like, it up here. Granddad, does your arm tingle? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the effects are good. The CGI's held up well. Sure. Sure. It's fine, if I'm honest with you. It is fine. <laughs> How can you agree with that? How can you agree with that? It's fine. Do you want to know why? Why? Because it's, it's so hard for me to notice bad CGI when I'm trying to figure out why the fuck yeah. one of the clues you've not really, really seen this movie have you you've you've seen your internal mind <laughs> dude gears just lock up 
it's turned my brain into a Rubik's Cube because I'm trying to figure out how this fucking got released in the first place. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being in the test screening for this film mm-hmm. and leaving it going, yeah, 10 out of 10, brilliant. Let's let's get that on the cinema straight away. That would have been me. What? I think it's great fun. I think it's- Yeah, but you would have done it to be a dick. You no, would have been I like, th- I, I need, think it's- everyone needs to see I this. I think it's hilarious nonsense. I think it's brilliant. Oh, God. I just go, this is nonsense. The logic, mate, fucking me up. The boat under the ice- is completely intact. Yeah. With no ice in it whatsoever. I don't get how like a, a wooden hull can take that much pressure. And the the gunpowder still works 200 years later yeah, as well. Th- 200 years later in wet. <laughs> yeah. Gunpowder's fine. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. The way that fucking the way that Nick Cage, uh, Benjamin Gates can just James Bond his way into uh, the the Met Museum <laughs> during yeah, the yeah, 70th yeah. anniversary gala. Yep. <laughs> Dressed as a janitor. Perfect. What? Oh, mate, he photoshopped that entire badge. And the security <laughs> guard just waved him in. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. he's got gloves and a, and a fucking janitor uniform. In you go. There's a fantastic bit in in the montage for, for the, the prep for the heist. Oh, my God. There's a bit that's just him sat down with an electronics manual. Like, he's just <laughs> casually, in the, in, within three days, just learning <laughs> analog circuit topography. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. See, I think I think he's another uh, Nicholas Cage in 2004's National Treasure. Is you another... need to stop saying the full title like that. It is genuinely. I love it. I don't know why, but it is it is rage inducing. <laughs> You'll thank me when it comes to socials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking smart. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sound, sound, sound. So right. the um, I forgot my point now. Say goodbye to that clip, TikTok. <laughs> I want to. I want to ask you a question, Ben. Go on. And this is this is my main point about National Treasure from two thousand and four, mm-hmm. starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> is <laughs> why do you think of all the Disney properties? Right, you've got Star Wars Land, you've got Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you've got you know any film, any franchise they've got is represented in Disney World. Yeah, and this one isn't. Yeah, and I think it's because. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> why? Because it is. Just no one's found it yet. Ah. Because it's, it's written in invisible ink on the back of the Declaration of Independence. I don't, this is what I'm saying, man. I think if you're going to double down on it, let's fucking, mm-hmm. let's double down on it. Make it real. You know what I mean? Fair. So what? So Disney have snuck in and written in yes. invisible ink on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Yes. The location of the National Treasure ride at Disney World. Yes. Right. Uh, spoiler, it's underneath a church in Boston, but it might also be in New York. Also, <laughs> the key to it is in a ship in the Arctic Circle, which is miraculously intact, but will right. blow up with wet gunpowder. Do the little RFID bands still work, though, on all of those steps? I'm guessing they do, right? I can still spend my Disney bucks in the Arctic. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. That's why no one's found no, it. You see, my, my actual point was going to be... <laughs> um, <laughs> This film is is brilliant because it's every man generic. It is. He is he is man man and she is woman woman and, yeah. and his sidekick yeah. is mate mate <laughs> and his villain is bad bad, right? Yeah. It has almost no visual identity whatsoever. Like you could pick any frame from this film yeah. and put it on a wall and it will always be the last Nicolas Cage film anyone will pick out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's I agree. got like I agree. it's probably got the least rule thirty four cosplay porn. Ever. It's just man in leather jacket. Yeah. Right? If you get invited to like a house party or like a dinner mm-hmm. party and it's fancy dress, yeah. you could wear your normal clothes and just <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, yeah. 
national yeah. treasure, and everyone would be like, "Oh, that's oh, that's quirky." Two thousand and four's yeah. national treasure, <laughs> right? No one has ever gone up to someone Incredible. at a convention and gone, "Oh my god, you're Benjamin Franklin Gates." That's so clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, every convention that we go to, I'm going to cosplay <laughs> as Benjamin Franklin Gates from two thousand and four's. I'll be Riley, national treasure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, buddy. You need to carry around a laptop, which will just have like it, it only has access to Yahoo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be brilliant. But do you okay? That you you get the the depth of the writing though. That like the whole the whole thing is is he's trying to get yeah he's trying to keep the treasure away from the British like the people that hid it were yeah the fact that it's a metaphor for imperialism the deep subtext just, towards corporate culture that that go on in this film yeah it's American patriotism wrapped up in a you in love a American patriotism fun family <laughs> that's you although i yep. never understood why america is so against mexican immigration when literally the first line of their anthem is jose can you see very caring of the mexican people they literally sing their anthem to a mexican man yeah. and then they wonder do. why everyone turns up whoever wrote that song i just like to call it jose's theme tune at this point jose. you know what i mean <laughs> it's just whenever whenever jose walks into a room yeah. that should be playing the nacho libre of congress yes <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic politics. Politics. This is what you tune in for, people. Uh, did you know that Diane Kruger did her own stunts playing Doctor Abby Chase? Oh, you mean where she's flung out the back of a van <laughs> yeah. whilst being violently kidnapped over yeah. a bit of paper? Yeah. Yes. No, I didn't know that she was actually hanging off the back of a van while doing that. <laughs> she was. She actually was. Okay, that's really impressive, though. To be fair. That's really impressive. I don't. I still. I don't understand why everyone has guns and why everyone's trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. It's. It's a. It's a document. You know what I mean. It's. It it's the founding of document it. of the, the the nation. Yeah, I get it. It's the I original get it. I get one. It. Do you know what I mean? It's like you've got. I you've do. got. You've got um, storyboards of of Army of Darkness, right? I could go over there, just set fire to it, but like, you got scans. You can try and get over here, but it is in. It's behind one inch. I can't drive. I can't. It's behind get one inch bulletproof glass. It has heat sensors all the way around it. There's only one of them, Rob. All right, that's important stuff. Declaration of Independence. They were selling it for thirty five dollars in the gift shop. There's loads of them. Mm-hmm. Just put one of them in. No one will know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas those storyboards, mate, I will fucking fight you. Mm-hmm. I do get it, and I do get like the subtext and stuff, and it's great and it's fine. I just think when it comes to the story. They should have called this film Failing Upwards because everyone just fails everything and somehow miraculously, like, just yeah. arse end stumbles into the answer that they were looking for. Yes. After fucking it up wildly. It's the power of friendship, Ben, versus the forces of destiny. <laughs> that's, what, that's what was pissing me off. Because it's about sort of like, if your will is strong enough, you can achieve anything. Yeah. And that can even mean saving America. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Look, it's a new country with very little history, okay? And somebody said, <laughs> what if we made an American history film and someone went all 12 years of it and they went, yes, but not those 12 mm. years. We've already got that film. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So what if we made one about the documents and the places and they were like, we got you. And then they looked at what they had in the chest and they were like, this is going to be we have one. a difficult film to put together. There's one document. We yeah. have one. Let's sit. Okay, well, that's yeah. it then. Also, it's kind of it's kind of long. I don't know how it could work. Someone in the back of the room. It's a map. Oh, Billy, it's a map. Yeah. We're going to make it a map. 
Yeah. It's invisible map. <gasps> it's an invisible map. <laughs> is how I feel like this film has been made. Just yeah. it's it's like they each writer has written a sentence on a bit of paper. They folded that paper over and they yeah. handed it to the next writer so that no one knew what anyone else was writing. There was no discussions. Yeah, and no, it no, just no, unfolded to be this film. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a Disney executive came down and said, We've got space in the park to make an escape room if you do a good enough film. <laughs> <laughs> will build one and so they just okay. went right a plot that could be an escape room based around american history we got mm. you fam <laughs> <laughs> so i've been uh i feel like i've been a little hot on national treasure for shit i mean it. i'm surprised i'm surprised because i i thought you would love this i'm not gonna, i'm not hating on it right because I, I oh you're not hating fun on with it, it. Okay. No, I, okay i had fun with it but there's there's different right. types of fun that i can have with the logic of universes yeah right? so you can suspend belief to a point as long as the universe obeys its own laws, right? And then you can really yeah. buy into it, and that's where I find like yeah, my yeah. fun, where you start figuring out the rules and regulations, and you're like, mm-hmm. ooh, so this would be possible. Yeah, or maybe yeah, this yeah. is possible. And then that kind of gives me the whole... Right. Which way is it going to go next? Would it be yeah. this? Is this possible? Could we maybe play with this? But that didn't happen in this film. So it's a film about autism that didn't cater to your autism. That's the problem. Exactly. It didn't exactly. follow the rules it set out. <laughs> exactly. It didn't follow my rules yeah, yeah, yeah. for my enjoyment. No, no. I always put the pen to the left of the pencil. Otherwise, <laughs> I can't write. Why are we always focusing on John Hancock? There was many other people that signed that bit of paper. Very true. Nine Freemasons, apparently. Confirmed. That's actually true. That's true. That's legitimately true. Yeah, I know. True. I said I've confirmed. To... Did you oh. not hear me say confirmed? Rob, I've just watched a documentary about the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. <laughs> but this, it, does, it doesn't really obey its own laws. And I feel like no. everyone fails up, which is mm-hmm. great because that does appeal to every man because I'm failing all the time and everyone fails all the time. Yeah. But the, the, the reality is when we do fail... It's never as bad as we think it's going to be, and we'll everyone will land on their feet eventually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They might not be on their feet immediately, but you pick yourself back up and you're back on them. It's it's really nice to see a film where the good guys are just fucking running around being like, <laughs> "All right, so this riddle, yeah, let's let's try and pull this one out of the ass," and then it just yeah. happens to be a thing. That's great. Yeah, Ian, as I've said earlier in the episode, has no idea what's happening. He no. just he's just along for the ride. He's the worst antagonist yes. that has ever existed yeah. because he poses no threat other than the fact that he has a large bank account. He's, he doesn't want to threaten people. He just wants the money. He wants the treasure. But that's the thing though. I don't know what he wants. The treasure, Ben. But if he if he gets that tre- if he gets that small village worth of treasure, what's he gonna do with it? Spend it. On what how are you gonna spend that? What are you just gonna walk into Urban Outfit with a fucking Sphinx? No. <laughs> Stop being mental. Well, uh, where do you do that? Cash converters? You take it down yes. to the check-in center? Uh, fuck off. You, you, sell, fuck it to, you off. sell it to cashforgold.com. Oh, my God. He's been watching a lot of QVC. What type of gold is this, mate? Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's Knights of Templar. <laughs> Yo, I'll give, give 40 quid on a pound, mate. 40 quid on a pound. How about that? And he knows how to sell it. He's a criminal. That's, it, it, his, his backstory no, he is isn't. he's rich no, and he he's isn't. a criminal. No, he isn't. He just knows criminals. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is just, he's a rich boy who had some bad boyfriends because he wanted to be edgy. That's his background. So he go, they goes, oh, who are you? He goes, oh, I'm rich. I'm funding this. They go, oh, okay. And then he goes, Hi, Rich. Nice to meet you. No, no, no. No, no, no. My name is Ian, but I am rich. 
And then he goes, right. and then he goes, oh, I also know some criminals. And that's all we know about Ian. That's why he goes to yeah. prison for the rest of his life. The fact that he goes to prison, right? <laughs> this is this is insane. So Ian didn't steal the, the Declaration of Independence. He did not. He did not. Benjamin Franklin Gates did. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. After going to the FBI and saying, someone's going to steal it. Yes? Yes. yes. And then going to the public library and checking out every document on the yeah. schematics of that building that housed the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And that appendix, in, the, in oh my days, independence, and that one electrical book that taught yeah, him how yeah. to use a little drill. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. All of that is red flags because then he definitely did steal it. Yeah. And then the FBI are chasing him down and he's like, no, 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 I'm a good guy. I'm breaking the law for the good of America. And the FBI are like, yeah. the fuck are you doing? Give us the bit of paper back. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I'm doing this for America. But then the FBI are Freemasons, Ben. This is what I'm saying. But then the, that one dude who's been wearing that ring the entire fucking time that, that mm-hmm. Nick Cage only notices in the last fucking four minutes. He's not Sherlock Holmes played by Benadryl Cabbage Patch. He doesn't notice little rings. How can this cunt find the Knights of Templar fucking mm-hmm. gold treasure room while using a key that's made out of a pipe mm-hmm. but can't spot a fucking pinky ring on an FBI agent that's been in front of his face multiple times. Ben, how can you r- release a podcast on time every week but not get yourself to bed at the same time every night? Because I'm 35 and dysfunctional. Fuck you. So is Benjamin Franklin Gates. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I felt attacked. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Cooling down. Right. Anyway, they what they fucking he sees the ring. Mm-hmm. Sees the ring on his finger and he's like, someone's gotta go to prison. Like he's just got off the hook for stealing America. Yeah. Rob, he stole America. Ian didn't. No. Ian still doesn't know what's going on. Ian's in Boston under a fucking staircase. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. No. He's literally not he's got not he's got no clue. But he hasn't even got a henchman anymore. His henchman's dead. Yeah, but no, he's no henchman. His mate, <laughs> yeah, his mate's dead. But the the FBI and fucking Benjamin Franklin Gates are just sort of like, yeah. So you found all that treasure. Uh, you did steal the Declaration of Independence, though. So someone has to go to prison. There is this bumbling idiot that's been following us around for a long time. He's in Boston mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> Lols, yeah. can you believe it? We told him it was in Boston. He fucking ran at it. Go arrest him, and everyone's fine with that too. Why? Yeah. How? Yeah. Would you like to play a game? I can t- I can tell you're very wound up. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Sorry. Would you like to play a game? Yes, please. That sounds right. lovely. And super I fun. I have got a fantastic game for you, Ben. I'm happy to be here. It re- it requires your specialist <laughs> skills. Oh god. Okay. Because it's it requires you to do the thing you're really good at doing, which is trusting. Oh, I thought you were going to say holding your breath. I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kill yourself in the bath doesn't count, mate. Right. Nicholas Cage, true or false? <laughs> hey, man, you're still here. Depression's struggling with you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Come <laughs> at me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't say that. Don't tempt fate. Yeah. It's no. struggling with you. It's, it's not that it can't win. <laughs> right? yeah. I won't win that fight. It's having a second chew. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean it can't swallow. Did you just say Nick Cage, true or false? That's the game. Nicolas Cage, true or false? This sounds incredible, okay. but it also sounds mental. I'm fully right. here for it. So, true or false? Mm-hmm. Did Nicolas Cage spend a large portion of his fortune trying to find the Holy Grail, or did he find a naked home intruder 
eating a fudgesicle at the foot of his bed. Wait, am I supposed to pick which one is true and which one's false? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say they're both true. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. They're both true. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was the second one? A naked stranger eating a fudgesicle at the the foot foot of of his bed. bed. Yeah, yeah. He told reporters he was once victimized. Yeah, he was once victimized by someone who'd broken into his Orange County home. I opened my eyes and there was a naked man wearing my leather jacket <laughs> eating a fudgesicle in front of my bed. Cage said he talked to the man until the police arrived. <laughs> On the grail, <coughs> Cage discussed his erratic spending habits, including, for instance, the time he paid uh, $276,000 at auction for a dinosaur skull, which he eventually had to return when he discovered it had been removed from Mongolia illegally. That's fucking outstanding. Sorry, that was the wrong fact, which has given away the fact that, yes, he did spend $276,000 on a dinosaur skull. Um, yeah. No, no, no. The holy- so I'm going to say that one's true. Yeah, yeah. The holy grail- want to go back and do it again? <laughs> the holy grail thing was uh, when he got went to St. Louis Cemetery, number one, and bought mm-hmm. a nine-foot pyramid tomb that carries a Latin maxim. Oh, no, wait, sorry, that's the wrong fact. He does own a pyramid tomb. Um, right. The Holy got Grail you, quest you, is you. when he bought a house mm-hmm. in a foreign country because it was rumoured to be connected to the Holy Grail. Right. You ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he buy the most haunted mansion in the world so he could write a horror novel? Or trip out on mushrooms with his cat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Both true. Yeah, yeah. I like this game. He bought the LaLaurie mansion in New Orleans, which once belonged to serial killer Madame Delphine DeLaurie. Oh, wow. He lost it to foreclosure in 2009. uh, Commenting, I didn't get too far with the novel. I fucking love him so much, man. Yeah. Uh, what an absolute uh, diamond. And yeah, got high with a cat. He once showed up to a Nicolas Cage film festival. Incredible. Um, a, ja- a Japanese corn snack used his likeness without permission. Amazing. Oh, wait, which one? Um, the actor's face emblazoned on packages of a crunchy corn snack called Deluxe Umaboy Nicholas Stick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he had not given his permission for his face to appear on the wrapper Uh, the item was intended to promote his film Army of One in a handful of theatres but no one had asked Cage for his consent that's amazing and the distributor ended up uh, apologising for the the error he's also in Dead by Daylight he is in Dead by Daylight which I'm did all his own voice lines I'm still not sure he's aware he's in Dead by Daylight I'm pretty sure at this point they just slide some paper across the table get him to (laughs) sign it and then go Speaking to this phone. Okay, what's the line? This. He came off he came out of Gamescon and shit, man. He was like he was loving life. Okay. All I don't about think that DVD. He's ever life. played a computer game. No, I don't think so either. What are you what are you gonna rate this? Uh I'm gonna rate National Treasure. <laughs> Fa- no. No, I'm not. I just did it to see your face. <laughs> this is a this is a firm six. Okay. This is a firm. Okay. This is a hasn't touched itself in a week six. Right, 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 right. okay. That's you fair. Know, That's this fair. Is te- this is tenting jeans. Right. <laughs> it's a fun, light, 
action adventure that doesn't take itself too seriously. It's got Harvey fucking Keitel in it. It's rammed to the gills with like actors yeah. who've done interesting shit. And it's utterly stupid in a completely yeah. charming way. Yeah. It's like a dog with brain damage. You can't rough. help but love no, it. That's sad. It's not sad because yeah, it's, it's just it's trotting around. Yeah, it doesn't know. Okay, it's like a hideous dog. Is that better? The dog's really I happy. Did. He's having yeah. a lovely life. Right, that's fine. But it, look yeah, at it. It's just a mess. And you're just like, oh, I love you. Look at you, you ugly okay, piece that's of good. shit. Right? All right, I'm back on board. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> what are you rating it, Ben? <laughs> Fat 10, right? I don't know how to rate this. With your the mouth. Logic, right. I know with my mouth and with my eyes and with my brain. But I mean, what am I, what, how do I base it? Like, what do I base it on? If you'd gone to the cinema and watched this, would you feel like you had wasted your time? If I have, if I would have gone to the cinema to watch this film, I would have come out, lived the life of Benjamin Franklin Gates trying to find the the script, fucking <laughs> the bottom of this script, like the bottom <laughs> of the plot, trying to find where the logical boundaries lie, and I would have dedicated my life to it. So now I would have fucking yeah. despised it. It would have ruined my right. life. So. Okay. With that in mind, I don't mm-hmm. understand the logic. I'm desperately trying to. I will mm-hmm. probably watch this again because I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've got the grasp of a bit of it, mm-hmm. but I need more of it. Right, okay, yeah. But it's very fun and it's very stupid. So, and it's hilarious for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> right? So like I'm I'll like a 5 Ooh. 5 like it's like a straight down the middle because it, it's it's yeah. equally rage inducing, equally yeah. Terrible Hilarious. movie, but the, in the best way. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. I cannot wait to see your thoughts on its sequel, which we will do oh, week after dude. next. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Is it, wait, can I just ask one question about it? Yeah. Same logic, like same rules. Uh, to be honest, mate, I've not seen it for about 15 years, so uh, <laughs> okay. we'll find out, won't we? Fuck. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. Should we uh, should we do comment corner? Let's. I've got a fantastic one from Stefan Pollock. Go for it on okay. our Instagram, who responded to an Instagram story of all things that I posted. Um, of, it was just a mug. You know those sort of ceremonial mugs that get released when the royals have a jubilee or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like like tat tat mugs, and it's just one of the queen, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a little picture of the queen in a wreath on the mug. It just says, "I eat swans." <laughs> Okay. He replied with eight, because obviously our beloved queen uh, is dead. Sure, yeah. I said, I reckon that's what killed her. And he's like, I'm pretty sure Liz trusts Alexander Litvinenko'd her. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> to which I replied, Polonimam241. <laughs> Fucking hell. He then went, Liz and let die. Fantastic. Which then started a Bond pun off. Sure. Which included on Her Majesty's Secret Swan Diet. <laughs> Quantum of Swan Ace. Jesus. Stefan got in touch with License to Kill Swans. Okay. I, I, I hit the ball back with Marm Raker, and then they ended me with Sean yeah. Swannery. Oh, that's the one. That's the one. You, that's the tip of the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I said, oh, fuck me. That's, that's killed me. And then they went, that's what the Queen said. And it got sad. Oh, mate. Did you over dirty? Bury yeah. you. Yeah. Fair play, man. That's some fucking good ones. That's some good ones. Sean Swannery is, if we ever do a film starring that man. Oh, a thousand percent. I'm just going to, I'll start photoshopping his face onto swans now. <laughs> just so when that comes around, 
<laughs> We've got anyone, some in the bank ready to go. If anyone finds themselves with a spare 20 minutes or whatever and you just want to amuse yourself, mm. if you could Photoshop or just crudely stitch Sean Connery's face onto a swan and send it to us on our contact page at www.everymovieeverpodcast.com, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a guaranteed feature on the podcast, not to mention... Uh, we'll put it on a t-shirt. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, I mean, we might get a lot of them. We'll put it on a t-shirt. We'll have to put all of them on one t-shirt. It'll be a mosaic of Sean yeah, Connery's mosa- face yeah. on a swan body. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be 200 very limited edition, <laughs> completely unique swan design. I've got an email here from Charlie. Hi, fellas. Just listened to the District 9 episode today and ended up talking about it with my granddad, who is South African. And he gave me some cool context you might like to know. Right. In South Africa, Vickers' surname, Van der Merwe, sounds like Merwe. Right, yeah, okay. actually spelled it out for me in brackets, so that's a very lovely touch. Thank you, Charlie. Fuck you, Dyslex Luther. (laughs) I'm building an army, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Vickers's surname, Van der Merwe, is like a punchline to a lot of jokes as like the village idiot type thing. So he uh... gave, his granddad gave him this example. I was talking to Van der Merwe the other day and he was talking about space. He said, I don't think we should bother going to the moon anymore. It's been done. Let's try the sun. And I said, Van der Merwe, you fucking idiot. It will be way too hot. And he replied, don't worry. I thought about that. I thought about it. We'll just go at night time. <laughs> okay see is, yeah, there you okay, go yeah, that's yeah, a van der Merwe right nice and then he goes on to say thanks for the show your commentary is always beautifully meaningful and honest Aww. love to you both Charlie well Charlie I'm sorry to disappoint you with National Treasure because all we've done is yell about how it is mental <laughs> <laughs> it was insightfully mental but also thank you for your very kind uh, words and then I got one more yeah. um, from Josh uh, good day, lads. Australian listener here. Oh, hang about. Sorry. Good day, lads. Good day, lads. Australia, uh, Australian listener here. Just wanted to say what a fantastic job you guys do at presenting such a well-articulated and insightful podcast on some of the greatest pieces of cinema to ever grace us, let alone your complete Great. vulnerability and transparency of mental health, which is so refreshing and amazing to hear. You guys are what us... us, us oh, I can't do this anymore. It's actually getting quite meaningful. You guys are what us Aussies <laughs> would call a couple of good cunts. Oh, no, wait. No, a oh, couple of good cunts. Yeah. A couple of good cunts. Which brings me to my... Oh, my unfortunate qualm. Oh, fucking no. Oh, no, mate. Put some shrimp on the barbie is a phrase that is neither used nor native to Australia. I don't think this guy's Australian, mate, because we use that all the fucking time in Australia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, all, all puns may cease to effective immediately. Oh, fuck, mate. We've been banned. No more shrimp on that fucking Barbie. Um, Fuck. In all seriousness, you guys are bloody legends, and I was wondering whether in light of Martin Scorsese's new film, Killers of the Flower Moon, you would consider reviewing some of his earlier films, such as Goodfella or Taxi Driver. No. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean... Uh, Awesome work, guys. Well, I'll come back to that. Awesome work, guys. Keep up the amazing content. All the best, Josh. We have had a few suggestions of series. Mm. And keep mm-hmm. them coming because we love them and we're not very good at thinking of them. Uh, David Fincher was one we had recently. Yes. And Scorsese was another. And my answer to it is the massive titans mm-hmm. I would like two hours to talk about. Okay. Or more than an hour minus intro and comment corner and this sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a two-hour show is a difficult sell to somebody who's never heard an episode. So whilst we're still growing like we are... Yeah. It's going to be difficult to mm-hmm. sell a two-hour show because, you know, we're still we're still little little fish in a big pond, you know? We'll get there, though. We'll get there. And when we're there yeah. and we feel like we've got an audience that's going to want a little bit of a longer episode, 
Yeah. We'll go to two hours or an hour and a half, or whatever it is, and we'll get into some of those really juicy, really chewy films. And you guys can help us do that. Exactly. You guys can help us do that. You guys can take those those big, powerful mouths of yours, your big, strong mm. mouths. Your quagmire go, jaws. Mm, just, uh, just whisper in your friend's ear, hey, hey, you ever heard of this podcast? I mean, name the podcast. Yeah, this one. <laughs> I'm talking about this one. Sorry, okay, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have made that one clear. Have you ever heard of the Every Movie Ever podcast? <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Fine. I don't like doing it in third person. Come on, man. But you guys can. You can do it in third person if you want. You can That'd just, be do, fine. just do it in person. Word of mouth is the best mouth. Sure. Um, second best mouth. Word of mouth is the second best mouth. <laughs> 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 also thank you so much for reaching out on the website guys these emails are fucking incredible josh charlie they really are honestly made our fucking week means the world really fucking does really mm-hmm. does brightened up my week like you have no fucking idea they put two pinpricks in the black bin bag that was stretched over ben's face this week <laughs> yeah i can breathe a little now though you know what i'm saying yeah a little exactly. goosey I'm more Lucy than Goosey, but... <laughs> if you want to get involved with Comic Corner, if your powerful mouths aren't quite enough to get us to that uh, longer slot time, you can find us on social media and share us there. Sharing really helps. Commenting really helps. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We have a Discord. We're going to do a watch along this week Ooh. when we decide what film we're going to watch. We'll sort that out now. Join us there. After this. Yeah. But guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us. It's been absolutely incredible. The support recently is insane. We fucking love each and every one of you. Go and watch this movie. Have fun with the episode. Let us know what you're thinking. Get in touch with us on the website, and we will see you next week. In the meantime, I'm going to cosplay as society and tell you to do what society always tells you to do. And Ben is going to sum up the events of this film into Mm. a pithy little phrase that you can take forward into your week. You know, this is our way of thanking you for spending an hour at the beginning of your week with us. Because mm. we're going to set your week off right with this little motivational speech here that Ben's going to give while I just tell you to consume. Okay, so here's the advice for this week. Uh, oh fuck, I don't know. Um, live your life like Benjamin Franklin Gates. That guy just fucking ran it his dreams. Did it make sense? Doesn't matter. Is it possible? Doesn't matter. Is it real? doesn't matter he fucking believed it he runs at it or flip side live your life like tall blonde ian that guy had no fucking clue what was going on and still just happened into the right places at the right times i don't know who the fuck am i to tell you what to do live your life be free have fun (laughs) enjoy yourself